0: College is a magical, magical time. Three, two, the Postgrad Sports Show. Jack Offenhart. I hate everything about that. Joe Macera. Whoa. Senior Cactus. WE ARE MISSISSIPPI STATE! The Postgrad Sports Show. Hello, everybody. Howdy. Welcome to episode 20, 2-0 of The yeah. Yeah, woo, 20. All right, next episode. The show can buy itself a drink. Um, 20 was uh, a good age. Yeah. No, I had fun as 20. Um, as always, I'm Jack. Joined Joe. By, by Joe. Um, pretty, pretty good show for <laughs> you guys today. Um, obviously, we're going to start it off recapping the national championship game on Monday night. Um, where does... That fifth national championship for Nick Saban, in terms of legacy, where does that place him all time? Is he the best college coach ever? Um, and we'll talk a little bit about some of the NFL coaching carousel, the big news yesterday. Of course, Chip Kelly heading out to the Bay, to Santa Clara, to coach the San Francisco 49ers. Um, we'll talk a little bit about the divisional playoff games this weekend. Of course, you got Seattle, Carolina, Uh Denver, Pittsburgh—that's going to be an interesting game because of all the injuries for Pittsburgh. Uh, Kansas City, New England—again, New England still very banged up. You got the Chandler Jones uh, synthetic weed incident. We'll talk a little bit about that, and then of course there is uh, Packers, Cardinals out in the desert on Saturday night, um, and then uh, we'll probably finish it off. Uh, I had a, a story of horrible—well, it's a story from the gym. I'll just—I'll leave it at that. I won't—I yeah. won't ruin the surprise. Um, so that's, a, that's what we call a tease. Stick around at the end for for a story about the gymnasium that made me quite angry. But let's let's talk about Monday night. Alabama forty-five, Clemson 40 Mm-hmm. Big big victory for the Crimson Tide. I fell asleep yeah. in the fourth quarter. Well,
1: I mean, it started so late on the East Coast. I, yeah, mean, I mean, the game. I don't blame you.
0: The game kicked off like, a, and I joked about it. On the last episode, that like it'll kick off at 8:35, and then there'll be a commercial, and, and that's basically what happened. I think the game didn't really get rolling in earnest until 8:35. Um, yeah. And the previous night, um, I had been up until about 1:30 um, because my girlfriend was coming back from New York City. Um, I was her ride from the airport, um, and her I flight did that. It yeah, sucks. Her flight was delayed out of New York. It got canceled. Her roommate, they were. Her roommate is. Uh, her 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 roommate's dad is, by all accounts, extraordinarily wealthy. Um, they were originally flying out of JFK. All the flights out of JFK were canceled. Got them on a flight out of LaGuardia. It was a horrible saga. Basically, so I they,
1: had a, they had a transit from JFK to LaGuardia, and then fly out of there. Yes. That sounds horrible.
0: Yeah, it was a rough day, and so instead of like going to pick her up at like 7:30, like I thought I was <laughs> going to, I ended up driving out to the airport at. Oh geez, twelve forty five. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't didn't pass out until probably close to two. So I was wiped on Monday throwing the game not starting until almost nine. I was just there there was very little chance of me me making it till the end. And I I fell asleep and I missed the onside kick, which was probably the definitive play of the game. Yeah, you you kept,
1: you know, hoping one team you're gonna text your game like, Oh come on, some please just like end this game so I can go to sleep. You got so pissed off the game kept going on. But it was a great game though. Honestly, uh Better than – Clemson, they – I mean, it's just how great Alabama is. So Clemson gave them their A++ game.
0: Yeah, and I pretty thought much. when – it was like maybe the first Alabama drive. It was it was pretty early in the first quarter when Henry took the handoff and basically went – 50 un, yards. Untouched 55 yards to the house. I was like, okay. Here we go. I'd like it to go to bed. All right. <laughs> and then Clemson just – they were never – Intimidated seems like the wrong adjective, but they were never scared of Alabama.
1: Absolutely not. Every punch was,
0: Alabama threw, Clemson took and, and came back and, and threw a counter punch. And, which was a great, not, I mean, it was a, honestly to me, it was probably number two behind uh, USC Texas in terms I mean, of just great national championship games.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, Clemson, they, they won in the trenches against Alabama. They pushed in the defense. Like, Clemson's D end, the early line dominated.
0: Oh yeah, I mean Clemson. Line. Clemson. That's the thing about Clemson. But that, is, that,
1: that's no surprise though.
0: No, because they have they have four and five star talent. It's just their their guys are young. They got a lot of yeah. freshmen and sophomores who stepped up to the plate big time and played great games when it mattered most.
1: Yeah, I mean, said most of that Clemson team is coming back next year.
0: Yeah, no, I, I mean, I would assume, and and again. Way too early to do a top 25, but I would assume that they're going to be consensus number one heading into next season, returning Deshaun Watson, returning Wayne Gallman. I mean, they're going to lose Mackenzie Alexander and, and Shaq Lawson on the defensive end. But again, the way that, that Dabo has been recruiting the last two, three years, they're going to have blue chip guys ready to step in. So Yeah,
1: especially since South Carolina is down back where they were before kind of as a crappy program. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, they can go back to dominating NCAA recruiting in South Carolina. Um, I mean, Georgia's going through... I mean, a lot of... I mean, people gave Mark Rick shit, but he was an excellent recruiter. He dominated the state of Georgia for recruiting. Yeah. And, I mean, so Curtis Brown's great recruiter in his own right, but, I mean, it's still a transition. Yes. And it's still going to be tough, and the guys don't want to, you know... The stability isn't quite there. So, and, I mean, and Clemson just played a national championship game. They went toe-toe with Alabama, pretty much, the whole entire game. So yeah and Dabo i mean a lot of people like dabo yeah he's a very he's an eccentric very centric kind of dude
0: he's very um, charismatic
1: very charismatic I felt so bad when the game it showed him he was like like usually coaches like actually it was a big game They're pretty like, stoic still like he was like visibly sad, very
0: sad i mean he's but he's he's an emotional guy he know? is that's why people love Dabo i when was they so, when they won so big he's always he's always super animated so it it makes sense that a, a crushing loss like that at the, in the fourth quarter, coming down to just the you know last couple of possessions, would be equally as devastating. But
1: if I if I if I were Dabo, when the coach is addressing that Clemson team after the game, I will like you guys have no, nothing to be ashamed about, man. No, absolutely, no, they, they, that, fought they, they, they fought as hard as they could. Have. Absolutely, they have nothing, and they're they're come back better and stronger next year. They have absolutely nothing to be ashamed of. They play. It was I expected kind of what probably most people expected was. First half gonna be close, and then second half like Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry just run him down to nothing to the bone. And they stopped second half, Derrick Henry was not even a factor at all. No. And at that's all.
0: the Coker played a great game too. He had a great game.
1: Yep. And he, he, he I, I, I actually I mentioned this the the last um last podcast that like every you know, Alabama like quote unquote game manager quarterbacks have to do it. Pull out one game that they had to say, okay, I'm the guy this game. And I didn't think Coker could do it because he hasn't, he didn't do it yet.
0: And well, he played very you know, well against Michigan State, but
1: yeah, he did. But you really like have a, this, this, this game is all May, And he did. I mean, plus to you know, Clemson, uh, defensive backfield decide not to show up that game.
0: Well, their best, I mean, their best corner, Mackenzie Alexander, was. Was banged up going into the game, and then yeah.
1: But at the same time, they can't leave guys completely like. like oh, panel. I mean the,
0: the blown coverages for we're the OJ awful. Howard touchdowns were were bad.
1: I was told O.J., OJ Mayo that been pretty bad. Yeah, so bad. no, he's a
0: <laughs> he's a backup guard for the Milwaukee Bucks, Joe. Yeah, <laughs> not That's, Alabama's tight end.
1: No, he's not. Um, but still, yeah, it's it all the blown coverages I mean more or less. Like I mean, you want to really, you can you could say that they. That their Clemson's DB is kind of lost, like pretty much lost in the game.
0: Yeah, because
1: uh, they, 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 could, they, could, they couldn't. Bama couldn't. Just, a lot of Bama touchdowns I would, were I big mean, plays, big broken plays. Yes, especially in the, second, in the second half when Henry was shut down, like they couldn't really sustain a drive because they had no running game. They were sh- it was completely shut down. And like I said I mentioned before, like the, the uh, Clemson uh, D ends and D tackles were dominating the, offen- the offensive line in the trenches. Because Cook was under, under pressure a lot of the games, a lot of those throws to uh, OJ Howard was, like guys in his face and just kind of winging it downfield, and because he's wide open, he can just catch it and just run untouched for for long touchdowns. So I mean, you, I mean, I don't like putting like it's a yeah, team I mean, game. I Look, it, it is a team and, game.
0: But if I were to blame sort of one side of the ball for Clemson, to me it would be the special teams getting fooled on the onside kick in the fourth quarter yeah, and then two. giving up that huge return to Kenyon Drake, which. I want to say iced the game that last Derrick Henry touchdown where he just just barely inched inched over the goal line, sealed yeah. the game for the Crimson Tide. But I think Clemson, if they don't give up that Kenyon Drake return, I mean, it's hard to say what they would have done on defense. And you know, maybe Bama gets another busted coverage or Henry breaks a run. You can't predict that. But I think no. that play sort of lost them the game that that last return for Kenyon Drake.
1: I mean, it did. And but again, kind of go back to it like. Yeah, yeah, clumps all the credit in the world. Like when you thought, "Okay, here comes a knockout blow." There was really never was a knock. There was never a knockout blow, really. No, and
0: and and after the return, you know, Deshaun Watson leads him down the field for a touchdown.
1: Yeah, it's like if this were like a like a UFC fight, it's like Alabama wins like in a five round championship split decision.
0: They Oh like, yeah, it went. It went like to. It got, went to the scorecards. It was not guys, a knockout.
1: Both guys were bloody. Both guys were knocked down. Both guys were banged up. And Albion just had enough to squeak by. Yeah, it was and,
0: it was a it was a twelve or fifteen round heavyweight boxing match. There wasn't a knockout. It went to the judges, and it was it was close on the cards.
1: Yeah, it was, and a lot of like attempted knockout blows because there were times where oh Clemson was going you know going to win, then Albion came up. It was it was a great great game. Gaming exceeded my expectations. Clemson exceeded, greatly exceeded my expectations. I mean, especially we thought a conference. Yeah, two years ago saying you know Clemson's good, but this is a solely Florida State conference in the in the ACC. Yeah, and Clemson they they play a hell of a game. Yeah, it's great though.
0: So Saban wins his fifth, uh, his fourth yep. and fourth and seven years. Um, yep, a national championship at two colleges now. Yep, um, where do you th- where do you think he ranks all time? What's what's Saban's legacy? And I, I we sort of talked about this a little bit pre-show. I think um, in terms of achievement and what he's done in this modern era of college football, no one even comes close. Nope. And, I mean, Urban Meyer's got three and at two different schools, and, and his not knocking Urban, but he, three is is uh, 40% more than five. Yep. Like, that's just simple he also, math.
1: He also picked a hard hat to get out of Florida. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Regardless.
0: I, I think, and particularly, you know, with um, so many schools investing in football and with the, the spread off sense, sort of allowing some of these traditionally weaker programs to compete at a much higher level. Um, it's a very different game. It's also, uh, yep. it's integrated. You know, <laughs> yes. You can sort of forget that a lot of those early seasons for Bear Bryant, uh, it was only white guys playing college football. It's true. Um, but, and I, I, Joey, I mean, you, you sort of made an, I thought was an excellent point when we were talking pre-show about, Yes, Saban's achievements are greater than somebody like a Bowden or a a Paterno or a a Bryant, but just with the way the game is today, he can never be that type of figure.
1: Nope. I mean, because Saban kind of came into already a really great program in Alabama. It was was down. It was down.
0: down. Because they made a couple poor coaching hires.
1: And whereas uh, Bear Bryant, the kind of like preface the whole argument, Saban will never be Bear Bryant. No matter what he does, no. He had no, no, Here's why. Uh, Let's see Penn State is a an example. When Paterno took over at Penn State, their program was nothing. There was barely a program. Penn State that was some agri, pretty much some agricultural school out in the middle of Pennsylvania. There, there was no, there was zero program tradition. There was, there was nothing. And now Penn State is where he has to safe, Really, because you know, thanks to Joe Paterno building up the program, and I mean. And like again Jack, you kind of mentioned also before a show like it, it takes someone like if like no same can't do that it's, it'd be like if Cliff Kingsbury took yeah. Texas Tech to national prominence i mean
0: and and Cliff Kingsbury reeled off fifteen ten win seasons
1: i mean, exactly I mean really the probably the the best comp I have to go off the tracks a little bit the uh, the best comparison to like Paterno and uh and bear. I mean, you know, he's had the same amount of like, wins. He'd be probably Art Rouse at Baylor. Yeah, but, cr- I
0: mean, he's he's he was at Houston. He was – he's been around a little bit. He yes. I mean, I think
1: – I think But it's like, building – Building a program.
0: Bro- right, right. I think with, with Frank Beamer's retirement this offseason, I think there has been a complete – and now it's a full sort of changing of the guard of, of the culture of college football coaching and, and college football programs – that i i doubt we will ever see another guy stay at a job for more than 15 years at a top program yeah. it just Absolutely. it just won't happen yeah it won't because
1: now it's like yeah let's see, you know is I mean, some guy look at look at, to...
0: look at mark ritt i mean guy yeah. had he was there for 13 years um, had a bunch of 10 win seasons didn't win a national championship and and you know what i i amend that statement cuz stoops has been at oklahoma for 17 years now yes so I guess probably after Stoops, I don't think we'll ever see it again.
1: And plus, I mean, in terms of like, no, a lot of guys they don't want to do they don't want to do program building. They want to do career building, which is right. fine. So they don't. They don't want, it's like you know, Coach X goes you know gets hired at Kent State, and you know, okay, because like Kent State wins like back to back MAC championships, like, is he going to stay and try to like build the Kent State program, or is he going to take the offer from like? I don't University know, University like, of Virginia. Or yeah, or like... Power or 5 school, yeah. Indiana University, some of that. Yeah, like, then he's going to go to the next step instead of building a program. He's building his career, which, that's not a knock on... No, coaches. not at all. It's, it's, it's hard to build a program. You need to... It's, it's so much pressure, and it's a lot of sustained success you need. Especially in this day to in college football, where it's very... I mean, they get... programs get a little taste of victory, and then they get really neurotic, and they can out you for a little thing. Go, oh, wow, I stayed this long. You get fired by... Freaking Kent State! It's like no, I don't do that. I don't go out with a huge like bonus at like you know at a Power Five school. Yeah. So that's why I think we'll never see the um, guys like you know Bear or Paterno again or Bowden because just the nature of the college ball landscape. But back to Saban, I said, yeah, he. I if I had put him with kind of the power rankings of coaches of all time, I mean, I said yeah, he's probably, probably his top. Top four, top five. Yeah. In, terms of, in terms of results, I'm looking just at stats. Like, I'm just not looking at legacy. I don't care about that. I mean, he's the best. Yeah. Of all time. If I mean, you have to that. I mean, but in terms of legacy, I said it's hard. He'll never surpass the bear. No. You
0: know, and, just- and that's, I mean, and again, not not to discount Bear Bryant, but it's like, you look back, and I haven't done a tremendous amount of research on college football in the 60s and 70s, but it's not a, a crazy thing to say that, like, they're probably like, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Michigan, USC, Texas, Arkansas, Alabama, Oklahoma, Nebraska. There's like ten there's like ten teams back
1: then. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean,
0: like, it's not like today there's forty five teams that can win a national championship, but to me it feels like every year there's a there's a solid crop of of twelve to fifteen teams that could like really be something. Yeah. And I think I, I think it's it's probably double what it was forty years ago. Yeah. I that's guess is excellent. the point that I'm excellent. trying to make. That's an excellent so point. So it's so it's an even it's it's not that and it's not a true analogy that it's oh it's twice as hard what Saban's doing, but it's a completely different game and it's certainly more difficult.
1: Absolutely. I that's actually a really good point. Yeah, because really, it had those those ten teams and like that's it. Like and like I mean like army back in the 40s and 50s too. Yeah, and then, I that's... mean,
0: the, you know, every once in a while a school pops up and a big state school back then would have an undefeated team because there's so many, like, claimed national championships from 1947 oh, yeah. that don't mean anything. But still, it, yeah. Saban is is a, is an incredibly impressive guy. I will be intrigued to see what his next step is. I think I think Joe and I are both probably in agreement at this point that he's probably – he's going to – be a, a Tuscaloosa lifer. Yep. But I think I mean, every single year there is going to be, will he jump to the NFL? Is is this the year that he finally does it? I just, I think he's, like I said, he's not a young man. He's 64. I think he's probably going to, I think he'll probably yeah. coach for another three to five more years at Alabama and then right off into the sunset.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I think probably his goal now is, you know what, let's, let's just surpass the bear with I titles.
0: Get, let's get seven, yeah.
1: Yeah, let's get seven. Like, you know, have that kind of last push, kind of like keep yourself, at this point, Saban's Prince was competitive with Ghost at this time. Yeah, no he's one, really, he's
0: competing against himself.
1: Yeah, there's just no one really in his, you know, anywhere close to him. So I think, yeah, he's, and really his coaching brilliance was only really on him split in that national championship game. He pretty much,
0: he pretty much, Dabo. Oh, I mean, the, the onside Dabo, kick was just the balls to call that.
1: Like Dabo took Saban into his world in that game. Dabo's crazy role coaster coaching where kind of like anything goes like really aggressive and saving out Dabo 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 pretty much. And it was it was brilliant. And that's why, you know, I think he's gonna stay. There's no point in him going jumping NFL at this at this age. Now it pushes since the Indianapolis job's gone because they're keeping yeah. Dano there. There's really no and chip, we'll talk we'll talk about it very soon is at San Francisco. So really there's no attractive NFL jobs to go to. Stay at Tuscaloosa for like five more years. Yeah. Get at seven right off have a statue there of you. Yeah. And I mean, maybe
0: of, get it named Sabin field at Bryant Denny stadium, you know? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, you know what I, I completely neglected to bring up in the rundown. Uh, the biggest NFL story of the week is that the St. Louis Rams are no oh, longer the duh. St. Louis Rams. Yeah. They shit. are the Los Angeles Rams. Stan Kroenke yeah. and his terrible toupee, yeah. uh, has moved them out to yep. California. It's unclear. I, I think the chargers will probably be joining them, uh, not cleared. this season, but the next season. Yep. And then uh, it looks like Mark Davis and his $9 Supercuts haircut uh, will be moving the Raiders to San Antonio. There's a lot of talk about that. Um, Stan Kroenke's a dick.
1: He's a, he's not a good guy. <laughs> he's
0: a horrible man. And, and the worst part, I think, you know, the NFL is a business. Everyone knows that. And I think what the most upsetting thing is that the people of St. Louis – Still have to pay off another hundred and fifty million dollars on the Edward Jones Dome, that will sit vacant now.
1: I mean, just for any other city in America, I'd feel for them, but St. Louis. Yeah. So, good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, while they added can move the Cardinals out of St. Louis.
0: Yeah, it's that, just that.
1: I mean. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm, sorry, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, as I'm wearing, I'm wearing a Chicago shirt right now, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sympathize with us St. Louis. I think it's kind of funny. It's cause of all the, the pretense there. So, but I, I, if I'm gonna pull it, kind of more kind of pull that back. Yeah, no, it's really fucked up. We did. It's really, it's really shady. Um, but at the same time, yeah, it's a business, guy. Right? Get them checks and yeah, there's and, more.
0: And that's the other thing, too, is <laughs> as, as, um, you know, we, we've talked about this. I feel uh, sort of a recurring theme is as HTV, HDTVs get more affordable and bigger and mm-hmm. their Sunday ticket and, you know, the NFL on-field product is is less enjoyable if you're sitting in the nosebleed seats. You know, yes, there's the tailgating experience, but the NFL is is quickly becoming more and more corporate. Yep. And, and you know, it's it's a lot of it is based on selling luxury boxes and blocks of tickets to big fortune 500 companies. And yep. uh, I, I don't have like a Forbes magazine in front of me, but uh, my guess would be that there are more fortune 500 companies headquartered in the greater Los Angeles area than there are in St. Louis. Of course, enterprise rent a car uh, hey! headquartered in St. Louis. That's probably their like, that's, biggest, that's biggest company, but it's
1: um, a lot about enterprise in St. Louis.
0: Hey man, that's where they started. It's a St. Louis company. <laughs> the Taylor family.
1: Whew. Um but You know your stuff out Iraq.
0: Yeah, dude. I didn't drink the Kool-Aid. I, just, I kinda smelled it and I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm gonna Don't pass on I'm gonna pass on the Kool-Aid guys. Um for, for dad. Yeah. Um But I I think I think just from a from a business standpoint, the move to LA is is probably a really good one. Even though LA is, you know, Kind of a lot like D.C., there's a lot of people who are from L.A., but there's a lot of East Coast and Midwest transplants who already have, you know, diehard allegiance for other sports teams. But I think because of the entertainment business and just the other, you know, corporate business with that new stadium that they're building in Inglewood, um, they're yeah, going to make a the- lot of money.
1: Thought that I mean, it was I mean, it's an okay neighborhood, um, in LA. It's kind of the border of like being really good and really shitty. Like, go you know, one side and the road, you're in a ghetto, and the other side, you're in a really nice area. Yeah, but
0: I mean, knowing cronky's background in real estate development, I'm sure he owns oh, the stadium and then the five square blocks around it. And every time, I mean, this is a tale as old as time as you put the stadium in the bad part of town, and then you open up a bunch of you know, yuppie, gentrified sports bars and. You know, Whole Foods it, and stuff,
1: did, and it did not work in Atlanta.
0: Um, no, but I mean, if you DC, look DC, it did. I mean, if if you look at that part of town pre National Stadium, it was a ghetto. Uh, yeah, and uh, not a place you wanted to be. Like when they talk about the murder capital of the world, it was the right there, Navy Yard, cocaine, like that. It was there.
1: It was it was a Navy Yard down there,
0: and granted, it's still you know there's places down there. You you go three or four blocks the wrong way. And it's like, oh, I, uh, I, I don't want to be here right now. I'm going to turn around and go back the other way. Yeah, I remember uh, I, when I was dating Haley, she had a friend who lived down there, like three blocks from the stadium, and we went to, a, it was the guy from New Year's Eve, the like, mixology oh, guy. Oh, yeah. oh, fuck, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, oh, the worst. So we went to a, like a house <laughs> party. You the
1: faux slick back? Yeah, yeah. Get oh, all, yeah. Yeah. Fuck
0: okay. him. I, some, for whatever reason, still follow him on Instagram. I'm not really sure why. <laughs> I think, just, it was just, I think it was just one of those things where it's like, do you want to follow your Facebook friends? And he, like, friended me on Facebook, and I just, I didn't even think about it, but, like, every once in a while, I see just, like, pictures of, like, basically the, the Joe, you posted that Wall Street Journal article on my Facebook wall about, like, dive bars that make, like, niche cocktails. It's basically that <laughs> God, is his Instagram I feed. I fucking um, hate that anyways, shit. Anyways, back, back to my story. Like, we were at, at his place for whatever reason, and... It was, it was a weeknight and it was, it was or maybe it was, a, I don't know, whatever it was. It, it was, no, it must have been a weekend because neither of us wanted to wait 35 minutes for the green line to go to Metro Center to wait another 35 minutes for the red line to go back to Cleveland yep. Park. I had a car to go membership and I was like, you know what, whatever. I had three beers. I'm fine to drive. Like, we'll just, we'll take a car to go. And it, we were down in that neighborhood and we walked, like, we walked to go get the car to go and it was rough. <laughs> It was bad. It was like, we were like waiting and I, you know, car to go, like it doesn't always work when you put your card on it. You're like, come on, come on. on, uh, So we're just... It's, uh, like a horror, it's a horror movie. A tense 45 seconds holding the little card, waiting for it to get recognized. Um, Wow. So NFL in, in LA, sorry. Went yeah. completely off the rails on that one. Don't want to tell in DC. But yeah, I I... I feel bad for the card or the Cardinals, the uh, the Rams fans because they did win a Super Bowl there. They did. I think winning a championship sort of anchors anchors a team in a city to a certain extent.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it's but San in Lewis. the same vein, it should, there, there should be there should be an NFL team in Los Angeles. There, they, there needs to be. I mean, that's no offense, Saint Louis. I mean,
0: the Rams were there for. 30, they were in LA longer than they were in St. Louis. So.
1: I'm sure there's still a lot of Rams fans in Los Angeles. Yes, absolutely. So, I mean, it kind of makes sense.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it does. It's, it's, it could have been, could it have been handled better? Absolutely. Absolutely, it
1: could. But, I mean, if I were a large real estate uh, mobile, not mobile, real estate broker uh, and I own an NFL team, I want to maximize profits. I mean, there's more profit in Los Angeles than there is in, in the States. loo. Yeah. Um, so yeah, whatever. We'll, we'll keep you
0: updated. Um, as, as that relocation and story in the NFL progresses, um, you know, we'll see, we'll see where San or I'm sorry, where uh, Oakland ends up where, what happens with San Diego. So that's, that's sort of ongoing situation um, back to sort of more on the field stuff though. Chip Kelly hired yesterday by the San Francisco 49ers to be the head coach, um, yep. So Joey stayed in the NFL. I was right. Yeah, I was wrong. Yep. Um I think it'll be an interesting marriage in San Francisco. Um yeah. I I uh. I uh, my guess is that I think it if if Chip has sort of truly I don't want to say changed but learned from his mistakes in Philly and realized that if I'm just coaching, I mean the the two seasons that he was just coaching and he wasn't in charge of player personnel, he went 20 and 12, made the playoffs one year. And, you know, I think Trent Balky, you know, whatever his relationship was with Harbaugh, clearly that was was bad at the very pretty end. Bad. But I think yeah. he, he has a fairly proven track record as a pretty good NFL personnel guy. So if Chip is willing to work with him, I don't see any reason why it couldn't work. The nice thing is, you know, they're not. Sort of hamstrung by a bad Kaepernick deal Kaepernick signed one of those classic NFL deals where when you first see it like on the ESPN bottom line and it's like Kaepernick signs 117 million dollar deal and it's like yeah but 32 of that was guaranteed and like it's it was yeah. injury guaranteed so they can pretty much they can cut him and it's not too much dead money they're also picking uh, number 10 in the draft. Um, there might I I, th- I think Goff probably won't be there at ten. He might go number two to Cleveland. But Paxton Lynch out of Memphis will probably be there. There are first round quarterbacks that they could pick if if you know Kaepernick isn't the guy for Chip Gabbert. I mean oh, I don't know if he's an NFL starter, but he he showed, that Blaine Ga- that Blaine Gabbert ah, this guy I tell you what he I mean he showed flashes of I would I would not say brilliance but flashes of competence at the end of the season for the Niners. Yep. So I, 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 I think I think it could work out in in the Bay for Chip. Um,
1: yeah, I mean there there's yeah there's an interesting article on in Deadspin uh, I want to speak a month or so ago about really why about Chip's failing and pretty much one of them kind of like writings on the wall Chip's not going to be back next year in Philadelphia. That really wasn't like all Chip. I mean he had, I mean he made I mean the personnel decisions were, were you know his fault too. Yeah. I mean his system does work. You just need the players for. I mean, like any system, <laughs> you need you need talent.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, when when Bradford started to play a little bit better at the end of the season, they certainly looked better than they did at the beginning. I mean, you can't. He he traded he traded Nick Foles and he gave St. Louis a second rounder to acquire Sam Bradford, who went seven and seven as a starter this year and was not very good. No. So that's that's a bad personnel move. But a lot of the other moves that he made were very justifiable like getting rid of Deshaun Jackson who was scheduled to make a lot of money and is probably the worst diva receiver in the NFL yep doesn't really care about winning more cares about you know getting his touches getting his numbers Shady McCoy was was scheduled for a big payday I don't know if you want to pay a you know Shady's what 27 28 now yep uh, a running back coming off a couple of, you know, big carry seasons where he was touching the ball a lot. If you want to lock him up to a bunch of guaranteed money, I probably yeah, wouldn't. Back. You don't want to do that. Right. So Macklin, a guy with a history of knee injuries, you know, he's probably not going to play on Saturday against the Patriots because of a knee injury. You know, I, he was he was yeah. an electric player for one season, but that was the one good year he had. So a lot of those choices to me are like,
1: I yeah, could see how the, if the I mix. were an
0: Eagles fan, I would be upset because those are the, the guys' jerseys that you want to buy and they're the franchise exactly. marquees. But from a business of football standpoint, they're very they savvy. Bad moves. They just didn't yeah. work out for them.
1: Yeah. Chip wants young, fast guys who adhere to a system, which makes total sense. Why would you rather have that or some guy who's overpaid and bloated and injury prone? I mean, so yeah, but again, NFL is different in college.
0: Yes. You
1: have to do that. I mean, for college, it's like players are yeah, it's, necessarily it's a lot not easier
0: not. to brainwash a 19 year old kid who was at prom six months ago than it is a 31 year old grown man who's been making $5 million for the last 10 years. Exactly. Yeah. Who's been around the block a few times. Yeah. So, but how it results,
1: though, Chip San Francisco, I mean, it's, it's going to be hard. He's going to play the toughest division in football. I mean, it's not going to be easy.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, look, and I, plus
1: he's he's having a, a quarterback really right now. He, he's much more. he doesn't have a quarter as of right now. He does not have a quarterback.
0: No, but they are picking number ten, and if if there's a guy in the draft that they like, whether it be but, a first rounder like like Paxton Lynch, or if they want to you know get a guy in the second or third round, like maybe Hackenberg's round. I don't
1: know. I I, I I get that, but like at the same time they're like. Okay, he's gonna he's there. He's not a rebuild guy. He's supposed to you wanna win soon. Okay, you have to go into Arizona and Seattle every, every
0: Yeah, year. I mean but he he, he took a, a team that in Andy Reid's last year went what did they go, two and 14, 4 and twelve? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. And he brought them into ten and six. I, I think True. I think if he's not overwhelming himself with personnel and not conflicting, you know, getting in conflicts with, with ownership. I think he's proven everywhere he's gone that he is a good football coach. He's an innovative football mind. Yes. And and that's the other thing too is, you know, look, he went six and nine this year. What when yeah. was the last time that Chip had a losing record?
1: Probably when he was at University of New Hampshire.
0: Yeah. I mean and, and way back one. Yeah. So he's he's got like I mean, yes, it's across three different levels, be it, you know, one double A. Division one and then the NFL, but he's, he probably had 12 to 15 consecutive winning seasons before he went yeah. six and nine. Yeah. Like, uh, you know what I mean? He went, it's not like he went 0 and 14 and got the X. They went six and nine. They had some injury issues. Bradford didn't really start playing well until the second half of the season. I think he's, he's he, still he, a good football coach. I mean, he is.
1: At the same time, though, he did lose that locker room. Yes. That's a big thing. Uh, Especially NFL, and that's it's gonna. It's I mean, I think Chip's first move. I know he has. They have to get a Kaepernick.
0: They have to. Well, they either have to. They what they have. They have two choices. They either have to sort of go in all in on Kaepernick, or they got to cut him. Absolutely. Um, He's either he's he's either got to be like Kaepernick's going to be the guy. I like what he because Kaepernick can do some of the things that that you want your quarterback to do in Chip's system. With some yep. of the read option stuff, he just um, can't start very well. Yeah, but he's not Kaepernick. I, I think what what made Nick Foles so successful. I mean, Nick Foles is by all means not a very good quarterback. I don't think that's no. a, a crazy statement to say. But when he had so much success that first year in, in Chip's system, is Chip's offense is not overly complicated for the quarterback.
1: No, he's not, not making pretty, a lot of reads. pretty easy pretty easy reads.
0: Right. So if you're not asking Kaepernick to to make a bunch of reads and and sort of be the offensive coordinator on the field and and do all that stuff and go through his progressions, in terms of physical gifts, it's probably only Cam Newton who has more. You know what I mean? Just in terms of size, speed, arm strength. So if Chip sees that Kaepernick's his guy and he wants to have him be the starter, then keep him around. But if he doesn't feel that way, cut him. Because you just, yeah, you don't want you
1: can't no you can't keep that you don't ego. want
0: a guy who's kind of a, got a big ego the the talk out of San Francisco this last season was he kind of lost the locker room with yeah sort of being a diva and kind of a sourpuss when things didn't go his way so you either got to keep him and make him the guy or get him as yeah, far away as possible
1: I agree 100% so that's developments what's going to happen there in San Francisco what's going to happen between now and the start of training camp. Uh, this upcoming yeah. summer.
0: Yeah. Um. So this weekend, uh, we'll we'll keep it rolling with the National Football League, Joe. I know so it's much it's out, to, it sucks. to talk about the Shield. The worst time of the year. Um, divisional weekend always yeah. one of my favorites of the year. Um, I like having playoff football on Saturday night because I like to get drunk and watch playoff football. You know what I mean? And not have it be a Sunday, and I know I got to work the next day.
1: You're a zombie, man. You're a zombie.
0: I'm okay. To the Shield. I dude. I I, I drank the Kool Aid, man. It's delicious. I, I yeah, recommend it. It's um, not for me. So anyway. the first game of the weekend, uh, we've got the Kansas City Chiefs heading into Foxborough. They are a four-and-a-half-point underdog uh, against the defending champion New England Patriots. Um, my gut is that the Patriots might lose this game. I think they, they still are dealing with so many injuries. Gronk um, was in the hospital the other day dealing with a knee issue. I know Amendola and Edelman will be, will be back, but I don't think they're going to be near 100%. Nope. There's also the, the sort of weird Chandler Jones synthetic weed incident. Yeah. He, so basically what happened, if you don't know, um, last – I don't know. What, Joe, when what do you consider the end of the night and the, like the start of the next morning? You know what I mean? So if it's a, like – it's technically Sunday at like 4.45 a.m. Is that, well, I mean, is that I, still you Saturday night or is that Sunday morning?
1: I mean, for me, I work like about four fifteen. And that's the next morning.
0: Okay. So at some point in that weird, very, very late night, very, very early morning window, Chandler Jones sort of walked to the, we'll call it the Foxborough police station, shirtless, kind of got on the ground, reflexively put his hands behind his back like he was going to be arrested. <laughs> he wasn't under arrest. And he was just kind of freaking out, um, just being real squirrely. He, he ended up going to the hospital. Um the story is that he was smoking synthetic weed, um, which is a chemical – my understanding, I've never done it, is that it's the high is not similar to that of a marijuana high, but um, a lot of pro athletes use it because it does definitely get you high, but it is not banned by most professional sports leagues. There's also – it's not uh, like a Schedule 1 or Schedule 2 narcotic that's sort of controlled by the federal government. So it's really whether it's legal is sort of on a town by town, municipality by municipality basis. Yep. So you got you can get your hands on it. It's it's what uh, Robert or yeah Robert Kim was smoking when he jumped or fell out of that hotel window in in Atlanta. Um, just weird. Just not yeah. really the story that you want to be dealing with midweek before you have a playoff game.
1: No, especially like you know a team like Kansas City making out a baseball analogy. Consider kind of like the Royals. Of football, I said, no, not a lot of flash, but they won't don't make mistakes. They'll, no. they'll, they'll they'll they have the ability to, at the very least, hang in there.
0: They don't and, beat themselves, no, which is huge.
1: Yeah, and they're ultimately healthy coming into this game, and that that's probably the worst matchup for the current state of the Patriots right now. Yeah, they're is, they're,
0: they're bad on the the Patriots are so banged up on the offensive line.
1: Yeah, instead of so games won lost in the trenches, and they it said can't say they don't have the flash players but have everyone on that everyone they field going into that game is going to be at least an above average player
0: that said it's still Andy Reid and, and Alex Smith versus Tom Brady and Bill Belichick so
1: and, Fo- and Foxborough
0: in yeah in New England so in the playoffs uh, you know knowing the patriots it would not surprise me if they won this game 35-10 you know like that, it it, yeah. just, it could happen cuz they're the they're they're the death star and they just they roll over people um, the night game on Saturday, not really worth discussing too much in depth. It's it's uh, Cardinals Packers out in the desert, the big toaster. Um, these two teams played uh, ooh, week fifteen, week sixteen, I forget. Yep. Uh, Cardinals won thirty eight to eight. I don't think it'll be that much of a blowout, but I, I think it'll probably be a fairly comfortable victory for the Arizona Cardinals. Cards by ninety. <laughs> I I okay. <laughs> I, I think it'll probably be uh like a thirty one seventeen type of game, two touchdowns. Cars nine.
1: by cars by nineteen.
0: Yeah. I just I mean I, I don't really love what the Packers are doing. They don't have no. any wide receivers. Um Devontae nope. Adams didn't wasn't really practicing this week. I haven't read whether he's he's a go for tomorrow or not. Even if he is, he's not gonna be near a hundred percent. Aaron Rodgers is phenomenal. There's no sort of argument there, but I, I think he just he, he doesn't have any weapons. Is and nah. you know Randall Cobb has been terrible this year Eddie Lacy has seemingly lost a step they just they don't have any skill guys to to that Rodgers can put you know nah. the ball in their hands their defense kind of always has been Arizona has a lot of guys middle of the pack Arizona their their offense is phenomenal with with you know Larry Fitzgerald now being the best slot receiver in the game he's reinvented himself and continued his his hall of fame career John yeah. Brown amazing deep threat i think it'll be cool to see I mean, I'd like to see if the Cardinals could win a Super Bowl. I think, you know, just for Arizona, they've never won one. And it'd be cool for Carson Palmer to sort of have that defining moment of his career for a guy who the expectations out of college. Yeah, he's he's had a really crazy career. Like, he's already done. Yeah. Like, oh, he was that. on the scrap heap. Yeah. He retired. He retired instead of, you know, playing for Cincinnati. Yep. And then he was in yeah. Oakland, and he wasn't good. And now he's he's kind of he's kind of doing that that Kurt Warner thing where he moves out to the desert and that throws place. the ball to Fitzgerald and, and looks awesome again.
1: Oh, that all makes shot a little bit easier.
0: Yeah. Um, and then Sunday, you've got two two pretty interesting games. Uh, of course, uh, the one o'clock, you've got Seattle traveling east to take on the fifteen and one Carolina Panthers. Um, a rematch of a regular season game that Carolina won by it was a field goal or a touchdown. I forget the final score of that one. But it was close. Um, it would not shock me if, if Seattle won. They clearly have uh, the love of Jesus because of how much yeah. how hard Russell Wilson prays.
1: I Um, mean, he he prayed that field goal to go left against Minnesota, and
0: he prayed really hard. Cam Newton just had a baby out of wedlock. Obviously, God does not approve of that type of behavior. Name the kid chosen, which in a lot of ways uh, to me is an affront to God. Um, So probably Seahawks by God God five.
1: God's gonna smite the the Panthers. Seahawks win. Yeah, if Seahawks win, let's say forty-nine to three.
0: Probably. I mean, that's. Knowing God and, and the way he works, that's, that's probably how that game's going to go. He
1: works in mysterious ways. Praise he him. Does. He's great.
0: Yes. Praise be. Um, and then the late game on Sunday, uh, Steelers-Broncos. Um, here's the thing, right? Peyton Manning yep. starting this game, we don't know how healthy he is. How, how, Stem cell juice in my neck. How bad is it if he loses this game? to another first-round playoff loss at home after a first-round bye to a team that is Antonio Brown not playing, so Pac-Man Jones did actually apologize, which, you know, all class on his part. Yeah, good for him. I'll only apologize if he doesn't play. All is absolved. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Pac. Um, D'Angelo Williams not going to play, and Ben Roethlisberger still with that bad shoulder. I I would guess he's going to be at 65%. We might even see a little bit of Landry Jones if he gets – Hit a little early in the game, so if Peyton Manning loses to the, I, I don't even know who's on the steel. You know what I mean? Like Landry Jones, and I mean Martavis Bryant's decent, but I Landry Jones and his cramp stamp tattoo. Yeah, that's it's, not a good look, Landry. Come on, big guy. Um, but if if Peyton Manning loses to this this Steelers team. I mean, it'd be, it's so Manning, but it's it, but do you it'd think be a there's variance. there's so much pressure on him now because basically the Steelers are playing with, with house money. Yeah, their top two, their I mean, their top receiver and their top rushing yards guy in the season are out. Yep, and their their franchise quarterback is at we'll call it fifty five sixty percent. Yep. So if they win, it's they're playing with house money at this point.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I don't really see Denver losing because their defense is pretty good too. Denver. Yeah. Um, but man, if they if they lose if they lose this game, so it'd be manning. a it'd be a really rough twenty fifteen sixteen for Peyton Manning. I
0: just I mean, like, I don't think he should come back.
1: Oh, is like, is he not he,
0: yeah, supposed to come back next year? Is he? He's he's, well, he he talked about it. He talked about it well, when he was uh, hurt. Man. Yeah, I I mean, I don't think he should. I think my, my gut would be, uh, and we'll see. You know if. if Denver somehow rides him to a Super Bowl then, you know, maybe he retires because he's he's going out on top, but uh it would not shock me if if he is cut in the off season. Yeah. Because his even even if he restructures his cap number is so huge.
1: Oh, yeah, no one's going to touch him. No. But that being said, it would be awesome if uh Denver beats Pittsburgh and New England beats Kansas City. Oh, and
0: we, oh, get, we get yeah, Brady Manning again.
1: Ass- Probably one last Brady Manning in Foxborough in the cold. In no, it's in AFC- Denver.
0: Oh, in Denver, it's right. Yeah, because the was Patriots cool. lost uh, it's last three or four. Three or, three three of their last four regular season games. Yeah, so they're the number two seed. Still, we yeah, can see. Yeah, I mean, I still want to see Brady Manning again. in a, it, it just, I mean, that is that is sort of like the definitive AFC championship game of our youth is Tom Brady versus Peyton Manning.
1: I'm sure the NFL power is going to kind of scheme it. And so that kind of happens. The league
0: office in Park Avenue look, is going to look,
1: look, look for some shady uh, officiating in those games, in the, uh, Divi- in the uh, Kansas City-New uh, England game, and in the uh, Pittsburgh-Denver game.
0: You heard it here first, folks. The NFL Tank is rigged. Um, the ginger, Tank. the ginger hammer will come down hard <laughs> and ensure that we have uh, Brady Manning out in Denver uh, next weekend.
1: The tinfoil cap is uh, secured on my head, so it's going to happen. This will court. Call me crazy. And I'll we'll say, ha, I told you all.
0: I'm so smart. Um, let's do a little story time from the gymnasium. Um, I, so here's what happened. I'm at the gym uh, on Wednesday after okay. work. Uh, I'm running on the treadmill because I'm, I'm trying to be less people. Um, I got yep. my, my newfangled Bluetooth headphones that I was so high on last week. Yeah, you're yeah,
1: ranting about that.
0: Oh, they're great. Um, I was dumb. I didn't charge them before I went to the gym. Oh, man. But in, in my defense, when I left my apartment, I turned them on and there's a little sort of battery thing uh, displayed on my screen next to the Bluetooth icon and it's very small, but from my vantage point, it looked like I probably had, you know, 45, 50% battery. I was like, okay, I'm yep. sure this will last for me running on the treadmill for 45 minutes. I'm not too worried about it. Get into the gym uh, about 21 minutes into my run. The little, like, robot gps british lady voice goes battery low and i'm like ah damn it but you know again how low is low i can probably squeak out another 20 percent is low yeah i can squeak out another 10 15 minutes that'll be fine okay so worst case scenario i don't i can't listen to the pandora or a podcast on the three and a half minute walk back to my apartment not the end of the world nope 90 seconds later i get another battery low and they just turn off so i'm like shit um <sighs> I, I try and run somewhere between thirty-five and forty-five minutes on the treadmill. Ooh,
1: God, yeah. Which is
0: is is a bit of a long haul because it's not very exciting. Yeah. Um But the should, great uh, the great thing about it is my gym, you know, there's TVs in front of the treadmills. The the cardio room is sort of there's sort of a U of machines along yes. the, the walls, and there's a, a column in the middle, and there's four TVs on each side of the column. Um sort of one that's directly facing each wall with machines on it. So there's the elliptical wall, the treadmill wall. And there's sort of, you know, in that U, there's sort of corner corner treadmills, corner ellipticals, where you can kind of see both TVs. So yep. I'm at one of those corner treadmills. I'm running. My headphones are in the process of dying. A woman comes out of the locker room to, to run. I should point out um, my vantage point. I've got... Uh, NFL Live or whatever is on ESPN on one TV, CNN on the other. To me, totally acceptable. Jim. Oh, God, I know where this is going. Jim TV fodder. You want your news, you want your sports, reasonable. Yeah. Yep. Woman goes up. Uh, there's a woman sort of to my right, more directly in line with the ESPN TV. This woman comes out of the locker room, headphones in. She's going to hop on the treadmill, go for a run. Approaches this woman going, are you watching this? And she goes, uh, no, because she's just, you know, she's kind of zoning out. Yeah. Running, listening to her headphones, she goes. Woman goes. Oh, okay, good. I just can't with sports. Picks up the remote. Ugh, God no. Picks up the remote, and I'm like, I- I'm, I'm, I'm pre mad at this point. I'm not mad yeah, it's- yet. You know what's coming. You know because what's coming. you know what? It's Wednesday. It's the day after the State of the Union. Uh, the Dow had gone down about 250 points that day. So if she wants to flip it over to, to CNN or Fox News or MSNBC because there's you know it's an election year. I'm not crazy I'm not crazy about it, but I get it. Yep. You know what I mean? Because again, in my view, the only two things that should be on a television at a gym are news or sports. You know what Joe, you know what yes. she put it on? What? You'll never guess. Uh she flipped HGTV. It o- no, no 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 no. Come on. No, that would have been I would have been I'm like I'm okay with that. Okay. Well, well, house hunters. I Well, I, I
1: house hunters. It's fine. Every
0: once in a while, Food Network is on at the gym, and I'm like, oh, you know, I can't. It's kind of controversial. Yeah, some it's some ways motivational. Cause so it's like I run 45 minutes on the treadmill, I can eat those insane cupcakes. I get that. Yep. No, Joe. She flips it over to IFC, the Independent what? Film Channel, to watch reruns of the X Files. What the fuck is her? reruns what? of oh, yeah. the X Files? So and, she probably knew it was on. I don't even know. No. 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 So and this is this is what made me think about like I was I was thirty minutes into my run, I was no headphones, I was kinda like, you know what, I I, I think I'm I'm I, I don't know how much more I can do. Sans headphones, I don't even yeah. have ESPN to look at. I, I was contemplating getting off my treadmill and going and being like, Excuse me, I, I'm upset that you didn't ask me if I was watching that because I was. And I'm particularly offended that you changed it to non-sports or non-news. Yeah. Instead, put it on reruns of a scripted television show uh, because you can't run on a treadmill and follow subtitles. That's not how it no. works. Exactly. I didn't. I just I swallowed my anger. I, I cut my run 10 minutes short. And I went in and I showered. But my God, I was angry. My
1: God, I hate that. I, I actually have a started story happen like a month ago. So in my in my apartment complex, there's, like, a smaller kind of fitness center that I go to if I don't feel, like, between work days and I'm really tired, I don't feel like going back out to the gym. I also, like, do, like, some cardio down in the basement.
0: Like an elliptical and a treadmill and some, di- you know, barbell. Well, like, like a computer, yeah,
1: exactly, yeah. yeah it's, it's Classic
0: like a, apartment building fitness center.
1: Yeah, just nothing fancy. And there's, like, two TVs. Uh, one guy, one faces kind of the weight, uh, like, the weights, and one faces the cardio. I was doing cardio, so I was, I was you know... I think I turned it on to. It was just there, no, it was there MLB, this was still no, this is This is probably two months ago. It's during an MLB playoffs. So I was watching the baseball game, and you know, I was doing cardio. I fucking hate cardio. It's the worst. And this older uh, woman comes up to the uh, treadmill next to me, and she smiles hi. And you know, I the remotes there, and she just grabs her remote out of my fucking cup holder thing on my. Oh, I'm running on it. That's a violation. I, oh, 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 no, no, no! It gets worse. It gets worse. Doesn't even look me in the fucking eye as she changes the channel from MLB Network during, you know, A-L, uh, it was ALCS Baseball on turns it to, I'm, I, I swear to God, I'm, I'm not joking when I tell you this, to Turner Classic fucking movie. Oh, TCM, of course. So I want to watch some fucking movie from like 1928. As I'm, white, as I'm trying to freaking
0: subtitles, come on! I'm trying
1: to freaking hit a six forty-five minute mile for six miles, god damn it! So I would, oh my god, I, I'm not, I'm, i gonna try to, I'm gonna pull back before I say something I really regret. But oh god, I was freaking livid. I, I, I'm usually pretty calm, cool, in public, but I, oh.
0: Oh, I was, I was, I was on the treadmill, and I literally, I was, I was shrugging. I just, I was involuntarily shrugging, just going like. Are you are, you, are, you, are you shitting me right now? Like,
1: I, I people have zero gym etiquette, and it really fucking pisses me off. Yeah, I get really I, I don't. It.
0: Know. I'm I'm a little worried about the gym that I just joined being kind What's of it? weird. Which it's, gym it's, is it? It's just, it's a local one. It's, okay. It's it's, I mean, it's I, literally it's it's a block and a half from my apartment, and it's thirty five bucks a month, which is I mean it's not cheap, but it's not exorbitantly expensive. But it's it's got everything you need, and again it's it's a block and a half from my apartment.
1: I'm I'm quitting my gym because I I go to plant fitness which I fucking despise. Um, I, but so the, I find out in, in my the building I work at, um, I work um, on the uh, Joint Base Algonquin Richardson, J Bear. It's huge, massive, thirty thousand plus personnel military base. In my building, which is a quarter mile long, there's just as its own gym on the way on the other side, and it's like no one goes to it, and it's huge and nice. And what fuck that? I'm going there. Yeah. So yeah. I, I I hate people when I work out.
0: Oh, and and I, I, I had you. I had a a very it wasn't very strange is probably uh, hyperbolic but I had an odd locker room incident at the gym oh, on Monday, um, so I I had finished running I I hopped in a shower I'm I'm an adult um, which is to say that I don't like freak out about changing in a locker room but I'm hmm. I'm quick about my business you know I drop my towel. I put on yeah. my boxers. I'm not like I'm not doing that classic like, oh, the old guys in the gym are hanging out naked. Like, yeah, it's a locker room. You change. You're naked for 19 seconds. Get over it. It is what it is. Yep. So I'm in there. There's a guy sort of four or five lockers down from me. We're doing the classic like eyes down, not making any straight contact, ahead, not making Blinder. any eye contact, not Blinder, even... blinders on. Yeah, exactly. Because you're in a locker room. You don't and, and whatever. So he finishes changing before I do. I'm probably, you know, got my pants on and putting on a shirt. You know, whatever. I'm, I'm two-thirds of the way through changing. He's got his gym bag on. He leaves. And he goes, have a good one. Nope. What? Nope. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. no. 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 Unacceptable. What? I don't no. know you. We have not talked. We don't. Was nope.
1: there anyone else in your vicinity that you could talk to? Or it was no. it was no. just clearly us. you? Nope. Just, nope. just
0: have a good one. So oh, unnecessary. Why? No. Don't, don't do that.
1: We were just naked together. This is really weird. Like, God, that's... uh.
0: And it wasn't I, like... It wasn't like... I was like, oh, I got to watch a bang, man. It was just like... That's such an odd choice. Like, why did... that? That's just not an interaction that needed to happen in oh. any way, shape, or form.
1: That's the worst. Yeah. Oh. oh. I, I said... I, I hate people at the gym. And people at Planet Fitness are, like, the worst people in the world. I just... Oh. So many... freaking gross people, like, texting on... Texting... On the phone, on their phone, while they're on a machine, get out so I can use it and get the fuck out of this hellhole as fast as I can. Yeah. I ah, God, I want my own gym. I hate people. I want an island. Fuck everybody. <laughs>
0: All <laughs> <I don't>, right,
1: <laughs> let's wrap it up. <laughs> yep, let's do yeah, that.
0: It's over. Um, as always, we say it every week. Uh, subscribe on iTunes, like us on Facebook, follow on Twitter. Um, listen on SoundCloud, all that good stuff. I'll get,
1: um, I'm gonna get the blog fired back up because I've been studying for my retaking my GRA, which I taken in what's today, the fift- 15th, 16th.
0: 15th, all day. All right,
1: I, I took my GRA again in four days so after the GR After the 19th, I'll be regularly contributing to the blog again. Sorry, sometimes I want to, you know, focus on my actual career. Um, so I'll be coming back up soon.
0: Yeah, I'm just so, lazy.
1: Yeah, you keep a lot of talk and not a lot of bite.
0: Yeah, I'm not a good writer. Your your ideas, man. Yep, exactly. All right. Bye, everybody. Have a great weekend. Woo! Woo!